Hi, Shauna. Hi, Bonnie. How are you? Good. Hi, everybody. Hey, it's Bonnie here with Bloom for Women, and we are starting a new show called Bloom Life, and we're just going to do little tidbits of information a few times a week. Just jump on and bring questions and answers to you. It's totally free, and we have different experts and resources that we'll be bringing on each show. And today we have Shauna Roberts, and we are so, so happy to have you here, Shauna. Shauna is... Donna's with Bridges Counseling Center in Roseville, California, correct? Correct. And she's awesome. <laughs> we we spent about 15 minutes trying to set this up, and she's just patient and wonderful. So we're going to dive right in. Uh, if you want to learn more about Shauna, it's right up in the text of, of the call information. And there's a couple links there that you can reference also. But we're just going to get down to business because that's what we do, right? I love it. Let's go. We're all busy. So in 15 minutes or less, here's some magic information that's coming your way today. You ready? Awesome. I'm ready. Okay. Awesome. So this is a question from one of our Bloom members. And if you want to learn more about the Bloom program, there's a link right above also. And we definitely suggest that you check it out. We are changing women's lives all around the world. All it takes is about 15 minutes a day and a pretty powerful experience. So that being said, this question comes from one of our members, and she says, I hear about boundaries a lot. Everyone tells me that as I set boundaries, I will find more freedom. Honestly, what do boundaries actually look like, right? Isn't this the best question? I love this question so much. Yep. How do you enforce your boundary? Set, right? It's a whole nother place. It is. Once you've established a boundary, what do you do when someone won't respect that boundary? I love Big all one. the follow-up questions. Do too. So mm -hmm. much awareness. Also, I'm having a hard time knowing how to set boundaries, especially with family. With friends and others, if they don't respect your boundaries, it is easier to not allow them in your life. But when it's family, it has the potential of just becoming awkward. Absolutely. So, yeah, so I just want to take just a second and set the sure. context on this because yeah. um, my own treatment process and healing process started a few years ago, right? And I remember thinking, I don't even know what a boundary is. Yeah. It's a question I, I hear all the time. All the time. Is what is a boundary? boundary? Yeah. 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 So we want to make sure we address that. What is a boundary? And the second right. thing is that when someone told me about what, when someone explained what a boundary was, I immediately felt selfish and oh, tons sure. of shame yeah. setting boundaries. I thought, well, yeah. doesn't that like keep people out or does that make me look or feel selfish or arrogant or self-centered or, because at that point in my life, honestly, honestly, Shauna, I had zero yeah. boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't so, no, no boundaries. Hero, I, in fact, wow. I remember sitting in a therapy session and my therapist said, so are there bad people in the world? And I said, no. Because in my mind, it's crazy, right? right? In my yeah. mind at that moment, I thought everybody has a chance to change. Absolutely. Yeah. People do bad things, absolutely. But I right. never wanted to think that there was a bad person. And that's really when I started to realize how many boundaries I didn't have. Right. Wow. And how many 
needed to have because so today we really want to take this space and go from what is a boundary what right. is a health boundary and yes. and recognizing that when we set those boundaries it's not a shameful thing it's empowering yes. there's nothing it's freedom so yes so that being said you've had plenty of experience sitting with boundaries yeah. 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 It's kind of the, it's one of the primary things that I think shows up in my office. Um, it's one of the first things I assess for when a new client comes through that door is, are your, do you have diffuse boundaries? Do you have overly rigid boundaries? Where do we start there? Um, and I get that question all the time and I think it's such a great question. So what is a boundary, right? So let's, let's just break that down. I'll give the, the standard answer that I give to everybody. So a boundary is comprised of a physical, mental, and an emotional limit that we set in our social sphere or out in the workplace or in our family dynamics that keeps us safe for one, right? It, it protects us. A physical boundary can protect us. An emotional we, boundary protects us. I love that. Yes. I Don't love you love that? Yes. Yeah. Keeps so you important. Yeah, it keeps you safe. And then then just beyond that is it helps us to self-define, right? A, a good, healthy boundary system allows us to define who we are and who we aren't. If we don't have healthy boundaries, what tends to happen is you, you derive your sense of worth from others, right? You, you start to kind of, I call it being a chameleon. You kind of morph in and out of what other people think and feel, right? Oh, isn't that I, isn't that so true? I was the epitome of chameleon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the person next to me felt something, I I just stepped You felt in it. Space. Mm -hmm. And if they were experiencing something, I just stepped into that space, which is which I've learned is important because we have to have that for empathy and we have to have that for connecting, but without yes. a boundary, yeah. You you, you step right there. into the sinkhole, right? Yes. You go down the rabbit hole with them. And so I then, have so nothing that way. Yes. back to nothing. Yeah. Oh, and it feels, you know, that feeling, it just feels lost. It feels yeah. lost. Yeah. Feels I, I think all of us can relate to that, right? Every person that walks on this planet has had an experience with either, either an overly rigid boundary, right? Where people are too constricted and too constrained to having zero. And then they have no sense of self. They're resentful. They're angry. They're tired. They're worn down. And they can't quite figure out why, right? They're like, what, what is that about? So, okay. So you just said something okay. that I would love to go back to. Okay. Helping someone, awareness is a huge thing with boundaries. Yes. You have How to say it. Oh, <laughs> and, and Shauna just said, she triggered something for me because I realized, how do I know I don't have boundaries? You mm -hmm. feel the things she just talked about, which are yeah. resentment, confusion, what else? Yep. Being tired all the time. I think that's a huge one. Why do I feel exhausted all the time? Well, you're you're basically doing everybody's life for them. Where where's your own sense of self? Where do you draw the line and say, no? And no is such a powerful word, you know, and it doesn't get used often enough. No, and it's so I think resentment though, Bonnie, is the number one. That that's the litmus test. If you are feeling resentful, you need to do a quick check and say. Where are my boundaries? What's happening with my boundaries? Do I even have any boundaries? So, yeah, right? I love it. So the awareness. Okay. So now awareness. we know. Sean has helped us understand what is a boundary. Right. It's 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 basically safe lines. Safe lines love for that. physical. Safe lines. Mm -hmm. Safe lines for emotional. Safe lines for mental. 
safe lanes. That's all it is, right? Absolutely. And, and now she's helped us understand what being aware of. I'm missing a boundary in this space if I'm feeling resentful. Right. If the simplest I'm, way to look at yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. If I'm, you know, and and before we step into how do we set and keep those boundaries and what are some examples of what boundaries look like, mm -hmm. I do want to say boundaries shift. And, yeah. and it's where rigid is yeah. it's not this is a boundary I'm setting and it's for the rest of my life. This is here's a safe line. And today yeah. my safe line is here. And Correct. the better we get at setting boundaries, mm -hmm. the more fluid I feel like those safe lines become. Yeah. Perfectly said. Couldn't have said it any better. I think that's true. They're fluid, they're not static, they change with the context of your life. Um, and, and you have to be aware of that, right? How your life changes, you have to be prepared to shift that boundary line and not be afraid to do it. It may have worked in this context, in this time frame, but now you have to readjust and don't be afraid to readjust. And that's okay. That's, it's okay. I love it's okay. That that. Yes, because yeah. there's so much fear when we set something in place, that change is so scary. And it's <sighs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Absolutely. What I've learned in my own space is, as I as my boundaries shift, that's how I know I'm in a healthy place. Right. Because when right. my boundaries are stagnant, I'm not I'm not living present because I'm no. not adjusting. Oh. Right. right. So powerful. Yep, that's true. One hundred percent true. <clears throat> I so agree. I would love to hear. Let's follow up with this this last okay. question in the last yeah. minutes. Is what are some examples of boundaries? Because yeah. I had no idea. Right. And like, what is that? How do yeah. we enforce them, especially with family? Right. Okay. So so let's just break that down really quick. And then I'm going to give an example from, from my own practice. And by the way, I asked permission from this person, even though I'm not going to use their name because it's it's pretty identifiable. So anyway, uh, first thing you gotta you gotta identify what the behaviors are and the actions of the people around you that are that are not acceptable right? You have to get clear on that. You may be feeling resentful and upset and you, you have all these feelings, but you got to identify who, what, when, and where, right? Pretty simple. I love that. Okay. So second part to that is now you got to give yourself permission. If you don't give yourself permission, if you don't believe you're valuable enough, if you don't have enough self-respect to say, here's my boundary line, you know what? You are going to feel awkward. You're going to feel stressed. You're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel ashamed. Guilty. That is huge. Right? So give yourself permission. You are important and you're valuable and it's okay to set a limit. You're not selfish, right? Okay. Yeah. And so, then in this yeah. case also, just for anyone that's afraid of this, what I learned is setting boundaries actually helped me help other people. <sighs> yep. There it is. There's a residual effect. Yes. Yep. Powerful. So you really go ahead and frame it that way, right? As I set this uncomfortable boundary, I'm actually helping the people around me. And, and then we can have a more beautiful, healthy, I think deeper, more connected relationship. Right? Yes. Okay. Could it um, okay. So I, I was trying to think if there's one more part to that, but I, I think really that encompasses the how. Um, so, so let me just give you an example. I have this, this great story that um, is a success story. So young couple, newly married, uh, in their first home, 
and live in close, close proximity to mom and dad. So this would have been the wife's step, I mean, uh, in-laws, right? So great relationship, everything's wonderful, um, but it, it starts with these in-laws making unannounced visits, just kind of showing up, you know, oh, hey, come in, not the best time, but come in. That progressed to, they had a key to the house, uh, she would come home, mother-in-law had done the laundry and had cleaned her house for her. You can Which imagine. Is fantastically awkward sometimes. Right, so on the one hand, she's like, wow, this is, this is really great. And on the other hand, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. feeling like I'm trying to establish myself as a wife and I, I feel like I'm being undermined, right? Like, where's so, my safe place? Where's, yeah, and so, I mean, and it grew, like there were groceries would show up, um, prepared meals would show up, um, laundry was being done all the time. And she started to feel this was very invasive. So as we processed that, the first thing was we brought in her, her husband and we all sat down and agreed what was acceptable and what was not acceptable. So identifying that behavior, right, that was okay and not okay. Right. Right. Yes. And, and together. Yep. In-laws are what? causing yep. something yep. or making a discomfortable situation. Absolutely. I don't feel comfortable with what? this. Yep. What is it? They yes. are Correct. doing this that makes me yes. feel essentially unsafe. Yes. And and okay. she felt she felt awkward because she didn't know how her husband was going to react, but he was a rock star. He was supportive and he said, let's talk about what, what it would be the most comfortable. They agreed, you know, scheduled visits no key, right, for mom and dad anymore, because the backstory to that is they had kind of asked for that to not happen, and um, it wasn't adhered to. Uh, the boundary was stepped over. So they decided to change the locks, um, and they did all this first by sitting down again with in-laws and said, here's how we're feeling. This is not about us being mean. This is not about us pushing you away. This is trying to establish our autonomy. We ask that you respect these boundaries and here are the parameters. Um, there was some pushback in the beginning. There was some, a little bit of hurt feelings, brought everybody in, had a great family session. And at the end, you know, in-laws were totally on board, understood and were completely supportive. So, so the moral of that story to me is, if she, if she hadn't given herself permission, if she had been resentful and angry, what do you think would have happened to that relationship with her in-laws? It would have disintegrated, right? And eventually but, to her spouse. It uh, just would have you, you got it. She would have been angry at him. Why don't you see this? Why aren't you just doing something right? So they had this really healthy discussion. Um, she was terrified, quite honestly, to, to bring this up, you know, first to him and then to them. But a beautiful ending and it was all because she gave herself permission to set a boundary to believe in herself and to know this is this is me this is what I need uh so anyway that's one of my favorite boundary stories I love it and I yeah. love the permission I yeah. love the freedom that the person permission gives yep. can we talk just before we yeah. jump off about sure. the that it creates because yeah. I feel like a yeah. lot of us probably set boundaries that mm -hmm. that eventually create that hurt and sadness yeah and so what we do is we pull back and we think ah oh, uh -oh, i was right i didn't hurt someone i didn't right so so when that hurt surfaces yeah there's some tools that we can use right. to help work through the hurt in a healthy way and try to salvage every part of that relationship you got it no. and let's and let's put it out there 
let's just address the elephant in the room. There are going to be times that the other person who you're trying to set the boundary with is not healthy enough to receive that boundary and they themselves may cut off from you or they may try to make your life miserable by being angry or you, you know what I'm talking about. So you, you have to set a boundary prepared and willing to accept whatever the consequences are of that. Now, again, boundaries have to be set with love and compassion, right? You can't just set a harsh boundary and expect that everything's going to be fine. So I, I think great communication, tender communication. And then the last thing, you have to let people have their own emotional experience. We are not in charge of another's emotional experience. If they want to have feelings about that, it's our job and our responsibility to allow them to have those feelings, right? We can try to say, oh gosh, let's talk about that. Or it seems like you're having a really hard time with this. I want to understand that. What's that about for you? I get that therapist talk, but really you can get there. You know, we all can get there to where you can have those healthy dialogues. Yeah. And I think uh, a phrase I had to use a lot for any of you that are listening in my own experience, because again, going from zero boundaries in a very unhealthy space to trying to figure out what they are and how to identify them, there's a lot of overwhelm for me. And so I learned that I just had to be com uh, comfortably uncomfortable. Oh, and that's I it. Had, that's it right I there. I had to accept that yes. my life, if I'm yeah. going to move from unhealthy to healthy and hurt to healing, I was going to go through a lot of discomfort. And 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 that's mostly what had kept me frozen for so long is I don't want to be uncomfortable. It's not what keeps all of us a little bit frozen, right? We, yes, we, we don't want to feel it. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. I just want to feel happy. Just yes. feel, I just yeah. want to feel good. Um, yeah. Staying and living in a healthy space requires discomfort. And it does. I think the most beautiful thing I learned in boundaries in that space is that I learned to be comfortable yeah. with what was uncomfortable. Because like you yeah. said, I, I learned how to, for myself, number one, not take on somebody else's hurt right, or, right. or become that step into those people-pleasing steps. That's a, right. right? But, That's right. but realizing if I was going to heal, I needed to do this. And, and also I think one more thing for me is moving forward, it felt like there were relationships that I definitely had to walk away from. Absolutely. But there were relationships that yeah. came to that wouldn't have, that were healthy. And yes. yeah. Also, yeah. And there were also these relationships in between where initially I, I lost them a little bit, but over time I gave them space. Like you were talking about, give that person space or that habit. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe it's a, yeah. I don't know what it is, but, maybe whatever it is, give that space to come back because they're yeah. going to go through their own process. And, and yeah. what I found is people watch us go through our own process. Yeah. They're more willing to go. Yep. Through beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I, I totally agree with that. And it really, again, comes back to where we started here with you've got to give yourself permission, which means you have to value yourself enough. You have to respect yourself enough so that others can treat you in kind, right? To set those boundaries. And, and I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And I don't think you would either to say, oh, this is easy. 
just go ahead and, and follow these simple steps and, and your life will be magical, right? It's, you said it, it's uncomfortable. It takes time, it takes practice and it takes consistency, right? And it is so empowering. It is. If we it want is. to live, if we want to wake up excited every morning, if yes. we want to be present and energized and have these amazing connections, uncomfortable is the only way to it. And it's okay. Beautifully said. Yeah, it's right? okay. It's okay. And the yeah. boundaries are, I feel like, what create that healthy path through the discomfort. Yeah. Right. That's why it's the foundation. I, and I think most therapists will agree with me is that that's the foundation for the work that we do. You have to shore up those boundaries or you have to implement those boundaries with your clients so that, you know, they can then really start to do the work, the really sometimes hard work that they need to do. But if they don't have those boundaries in place, forget it. You know, they're going to spin their wheels uh, like a hamster on a hamster wheel. Oh, Shauna, thank you. Thank you so You're welcome. Much. You're welcome. It's <laughs> so my favorite topic. Right? Oh, good. And we're going to have Shauna back because I just love this. I love talking to you. Me too. It's really great. You just feel from her this sense of she's very grounded and direct and she doesn't sugarcoat, but you're so soft. You're so soft. I love this. That doesn't always come together. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on your show. This was a privilege. We're going to do this again. Let's do it again. Let's plan it. (laughs) Okay. So. We had time with Shauna Roberts at Bridges Counseling Center, correct? Yes, correct. You and got it. Again, you want to learn more about Shauna? She's amazing. She's a good woman. Good woman. I'm going to imagine a pretty incredible therapist too. And her links are, are just up in the, the information there. And we would Thanks. love to have you join us at Bloom. Check out bloomforwomen.com forward slash you bloom and see how we can help you change your life in 15 minutes a day. We've been there, we're doing it together, and we're reaching out to women all over the world so that they can have the healing experiences that they need to. So thank you, thank you, Shauna. Bye everybody. (laughs) See you all later.